Hello and welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Uh, say what a weekend we've had um, and what a week potentially ahead of us, Mickey. Potentially. <laughs> I know, I know. We're not going to get too carried away, but um, it is the Heat Army podcast. Um, say if you are new to us, uh, welcome. Um, what this is all about is uh, about Gator Football Club, of course. And we want you to send in all your thoughts and views on everything that's going on. Uh, we'll be focusing on the game on Saturday, just gone. Uh, a great uh, victory coming from behind against Alfreton with Greg Ollie giving a captain's performance and uh, winning the game in the uh, dying moments of the game. Uh, and then, obviously, tomorrow night, Gated Orwait Altrim in the first round FA Cup replay uh, with that magical game on television against Charlton Athletic in the offering for either side. So uh, a lot, a lot to talk about. Um, so please, before we start, you can see around our screen just above me and uh, below Mickey. Uh, please follow us on the social medias and down below. Uh, what was it that way there? Please subscribe to the channel and help us reach more people because that's what we want to do. And a big thank you as well. If you're listening from further afield, I can't make it to home games. I've been listening to our commentary of late. We are very, very grateful because um, uh, we weren't on last week, uh, so unable to do the show. But um, the the FA Cup replay, uh, sorry, the FA Cup first round, the, the uh, home game against Altrincham, there was four commentary services on, um, and uh, we were very very grateful that people stuck with us and listened to us. Uh, there was the two BBCs and there was an Altrincham commentary, and we'd like to say a massive thank you for everyone that joined us. Uh, it really means a lot. And uh, let's see, we've got we've got lots of messages coming in already. Mason Ford has put uh, evening, gents. Looking forward to tomorrow. I think everybody uh, is. Uh, Gordon Man's even lads. How are you doing tonight? Evening. Really good, really good, but nervous. And Charles Woff, good evening, lads. Hello there, Charles. And um, we've got another one here. Good evening, lads. How are you? Great result on Saturday against Alfreton Town. Uh, good luck with the Heat Army tomorrow in the FA Cup replay. Yeah, it's going to be uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, just before we go in a little bit further, we are going to be joined by Mark Rivers in about uh, 10 minutes as well to talk about it because also, as well, there's been another. Uh, Draw made today, FA Trophy filed away. Uh, not the team you want to pull out. Um, but then again, they'll be thinking the same thing about us. I know they beat us 2 0 in the league fixture, but you know, it was definitely wasn't a walkover. And uh, also, as well, we've got some uh, you know, something to talk about as well from the comments made from uh, the Alfred and Town manager after the game as well. Um, very honest and uh, very complimentary from him. So that's just, you know, it's all to talk about. But Mickey, uh, we're going to play out the highlights and talk above, uh, on them shortly. Uh, David Thomas, but even lads there, thank you very much. Yeah, David. Um, I mean, what a way to leave the ground. Uh, I was on a high for uh, a good few hours. Adrenaline was pumping. And um, what a way to put to bed the demons of the way we uh, didn't win the game the week before? Well, Alfreton fell into the same trap, exactly the same trap we fell into, trying to kill the game off, wasting so much time and come back to bite them on the arse. It's happened to us against Alfreton. Yeah. So, I mean, Greg Ollie's goal, what a goal. What yeah. a goal. It was a, uh, a beautiful Forrest Gump, wasn't he? <laughs> he certainly was. Uh, he no, just... Then I just stop. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept motoring, didn't he? Um, that's it. Then a great, and also as well, the crowd, the crowds. Uh, fifth game in a row, over a thousand. I mean, that is just phenomenal. Uh, the... Phenomenal. And way one about the crowd. Close line have been brilliant most most of the season, but on Saturday, I thought they were extra special on. Stuck yeah. with the lads, kept singing, and obviously when the first goal went in, it got louder and louder and were fantastic. Hats yeah. off to all them people up there who sing up, and you're finding now, David, as well as people around us singing as well. Yeah, it's it's so, it's uh, it's travelling along the stand, isn't it? Which is just it's right. just phenomenal. I mean, we we see it every week, but the people behind the scenes working at the club are doing an absolutely magnificent job, and um, you know that. The, the hard work is starting to to bear fruit, isn't it? It's um and long may it continue. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, so we've got another message here, Mister Luke. He's put uh, hi, gents. Can I get uh, sorry? Can I wait for tomorrow's game against Alti? Hopefully, we can make it through. Also, I love the game against Alfred and such drama at the end. And 
I mean, Jack McGregor put up a, a, a great little snippet of video there of the players coming off with a reaction. Um, they were cheering up the crowd. They were just loving it themselves. And you could sense the relief as if to say, well, you know, that we go into Tuesday's night on, on the back of a high. Yeah, definitely. But if they keep doing this, I'm telling you, I'm going to be scrubbing my underpants with him in a hard brush. I'm going to be taking this every week. <laughs> you're not already, Mickey. Uh, well, oh, yes, honest. <laughs> I'm going to uh, still wear my me, me dark ones and not be tidy whities Well, I learned that lesson a long time ago. Always wear dark coloured underpants when you're <laughs> Um, we're going to play a quick advert from our sponsors. Uh, we, we thank them very much for their uh, continued support because we wouldn't be able to broadcast without them. And uh, this is a little uh, um, advert for them. man Greg Ollie um, was given the captain's armband of course uh, in pre-season and there was a few conversations I had um, with obviously Mark Rivers who's going to come on very shortly and uh, with Paul Dixon and when we found out he was getting the captain's armband we found out a little bit earlier than it had been announced the first thing that Paul Dixon said was that well this is the season where Greg, Greg Ollie steps up and um, we've seen captain's performances throughout this season um, he has played like a captain. He, he's never shirked anything. He's never hid. He's always been running. He's the, the last man off the pitch. And the way he grabbed that ball and ran forward, you know, he had one thing on his mind and, you know, the defence were frightened to touch him and his finish was sublime. And, you know, we talk about a, a lot of the players over the last few weeks of all putting great performances but Greg Ollie there, I think, just needs just a little special mention because that was a, a special goal and, you know, could potentially start us off onto something very exciting. I think Greg's... He had a player this season. I mean, Kedwin's going to be in there. McCauley's going to be in there. And then you're looking at Greg. Them three so far this season have been catalysts to the performances, to be fair. I mean, yes. I'm not right on saying that the rest of them aren't doing it, but, I mean... Whew. Yeah, it's... Um, it, you know, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of unsung heroes going about at the minute as well. I, 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 Deals for a start. Yeah. Uh, playing in, we've seen him playing in midfield predominantly this season. Um, he went to a back three, well, part of the back five, three centre-backs. And he was phenomenal. His movement, he was covering every blade of grass. He was seamlessly moving into positions to cover for other players. Like when uh, Matty Jake was going further forward, he would push up into the le left wing back position to cover that in defensive duties. Then you'd have Hunter drop back as well. It was it was a beautiful, seamless bit of uh, tactics from the from the lads. They, they worked hard. They had an understanding, and they knew where they had to be on the pitch. Definitely, I mean, because Alfred and Company killed the game, didn't they? Yeah, we fell into their trap. I think I said to you, either after the game or, or I think it was a small one, we had a little chat before the show, that the, 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 Alfred and came with a job and they've got Matt Reed, and what a player he is. It might, it might be boring to some people, the long ball, but he executed that delivery to him, either chesting it on, bringing the ball down, nodding it on, controlling it and trying to move it himself. He was an absolute menace. What a player. Um, and Supreme target, man, money. Oh, that probably the, one, the role fantastic. One of the one of the best I've seen. And I mean, they had uh, Yusuf CC as well on the left wing was causing us, you know. He late. was quick. His final ball was hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, you know, his, his pace could cause trouble. And that was the, the big thing, wasn't it? And But the, we stayed resolute. We, we kept to our game and... We, you've heard Mike Williamson talk in post-match interviews that 
they stick to the plan, they believe in the plan, and you know, and it'll bear fruit. And that's what happened. Uh, you know, and we always look like we're going to get something out of a game. Always look like we're going to score. It's just whether they can keep that unit going as one, and uh, hopefully they can. Definitely. I mean, uh, well, I mean, what we're going to be like when we actually fill a bench. I know that's the other thing. Obviously, with Blackett, uh, Greenfield, Forbes, uh, all uh, injured, and hopefully they'll be close to being on the bench. Luke Williams came back as well. Uh, yeah. Nearly scored his first touch, was, which was we'll have a look at in the highlights. So I'm going to put them on soon when we're talking to Mark. Uh, yeah. Caroline Silsper, good evening, gents. Uh, good to be back at the football uh, following isolation. It was great. Yeah. There, Caroline, doing well. And uh, Mr. Fox, I love Langstaff every time we win after the game. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely enjoying his second spell here at Gated. Amber Douglas from GFC Ladies has put, Evening, lads. Hello, Amber. Evening, um, Amber. Nice to have you back. Um, Mr. Luke, if we don't win against Altley tomorrow, I can say the FA Cup season has been truly most excellent and dramatic so far. It certainly has, but anything can happen. And as I've said to Mickey, I'm trying not to get excited or worried at the same time and uh, Mark Fraser's put big Kedwin Scott well he predicted he would score and uh, when he was when we were doing a commentary and he did uh, right well talking about one big man to another we've got the big man in northeast non-league journal uh non-league uh a, a journalist journalism yeah although he looked as if to say where's he going with that I could well, say that took a while did it uh, that was, you know, uh... I, I got there in the end uh, but uh, Mark, uh, welcome to the show. It's always great to have you on. And um, so we were just talked before you came on about how that result of the weekend could be a fantastic springboard into Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen Alfred a couple of times this season and it's never a pretty game. It's never, um, it's always a battle. So I think maybe, maybe Gates had answered a few questions uh, on, on Saturday, you know, with what went on against Ultra in the week before, um, having that two-goal lead, um, <clears throat> letting them back into the game and obviously forcing tomorrow night's replay. But I think Gates have, have, have answered a few questions about... There needed to be questions, but about their... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Game about the mental strength, maybe. You know, just to, to see a game out, to get back into a game and come through a battle, which Saturday unquestionably was. I mean, <clears throat> the, the the composure that Greg scored when he scored, sorry, the composure, composure that he showed when he scored. Not just um, me, words out tonight. <laughs> I know, I'm struggling here. Um, it was it's that uh, big build up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't handle, yeah, I can't handle the pressure, that's what it is. Um, you know, he, he showed remarkable composure to, to finish. At that point in the game, and to produce that sort of finish, um, but I think to, to beat a team like Alfred and the way they did will be a massive boost to you know finally get around to answering your question, um, and it, it adds momentum into into tomorrow night, and I, I think it could be one of the, one of the biggest wins of the season. Yeah, it's um, it, it's obviously it, regardless of what happens on Tuesday night, we've got to carry that league form on to spending more the following Saturday, which is a, another massive game. Spending more, not in the greatest of form, but we'll we'll probably concentrate on that a little bit later on. But with the since we last were on air, um, obviously the FA Cup draw was made, and then there was the news about the game potentially being on television for. Well, it is going to be on television for either side, whoever gets through. That adds so much to it because both clubs, it, it, you know, the levels that they're at respectively, you know, it's potentially a hundred thousand pound game. That is, you know, season changing money for for either club. Yeah, I think if you look at it from from Gator's point of view first, it's it's a chance to have a, a former Premier League club coming to the international stadium on a Friday night. I know it's going to be on TV, but I think a lot of people will want to be there for the occasion. Um, and it would, we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves, but it would give um, this new ownership, if we can still call them that, given we're yeah. two and a half years down the line, a chance to to really uh, celebrate a landmark moment uh, and, and and possibly one of the first big ones in their time owning the club. Uh, however, you know, we, we can't look beyond tomorrow night and what is a very, very, very tough game. Um, Ultranum will be buoyed by their comeback on Saturday when they, they came back to get a to get a late draw against a very strong side. Um, they will have players that 
have been out with COVID and players that have been out with injury that are another step towards full fitness. Um, so I think, you know, you'll see a stronger Altrinum side tomorrow night, but I also think you'll see a stronger Gateshead side. And I didn't see anything in that first game that led me to think that Gateshead should fear Altrinum. Um, that's not to say it's not going to be a difficult game. I just didn't see anything they should fear. Definitely. And just while we're on about the Altrinum game, uh, it is all ticket and there's a bit of a reduced capacity down there at Altrinum as well. Um, not that I think there's going to be over the what the capacity is, but it's down to 2,300 and something. So it is all ticket. So if you are going down or you're going to go in last minute, make sure you get your ticket online before you get there. And that's very important because you don't want everyone to have a wasted trip. Um, but yeah, definitely it's uh, just going to be a, a magnificent occasion. And uh, say our friend uh, Paul Dixon will be covering it for BBC Radio Newcastle. So that's fantastic that the coverage is going to be easy to access for all of us up here in, in the northeast. And uh, hopefully they can uh, talk us through will win. But just while you're on, Mark, I'm just going to, um, I'll see, I'll just put there. Uh, Add this into the stream here. Um, let's see the highlights from Saturday. It was a different lineup, um, as well. Uh, there was a few players rested or injured. Ryan Womble come in to play right wing back, and um, we had Owen Bailey drop into the back three. And I know we've spoken at length many times about oh, this is stuttering here, we might have to take it off. But Owen Bailey, he's caught the eye a lot, but he dropped into the back three and was just well, say, looked really comfortable there and it's another shot in the arm for Mike Williamson for his selection headaches Look, Owen Bailey played that position uh, numerous times for Newcastle's under 23 so it's not a position that's foreign to him you know he, he, he played there on a regular basis and working. I'll take it off it wasn't working <laughs> to be fair Dave I thought we were going to hear your commentary on the on the winner there and my dog oh, yeah. so you know, only, only she would have heard the note that you hit there apparently um, Marine expert said there was whales out at sea uh, covering the covering the blue holes. <laughs> to the ground. But but I, I, I think yeah, Owen, you know, he had to find his way into the side when, when he because he signed quite late on, didn't he? And, and yeah. sort of a couple of days before the start of the season. But I think he's he's come in now, and, and I think he's at ease with the club. I think you know he's, there's people around him that he knows from his time at Newcastle um, and just from being around the the non-league scene in general. Um, and I, I think he'll go on to become an essential part of the side. I really do. Whether that's as a a, a kind of hold midfielder or a box to box midfielder, um, or whether that's to play as that sort of right sided centre back, yeah. it, it gives Mike uh, a bit of versatility. It gives him a, another option in both positions. Um, and I guess if if you were going to point to a, a position where Gator maybe do need another player. It possibly would be a centre back, someone who can can fill in there. I know Elliot Elliot Forbes is still making his way back. You got Mike and Louis Story, but maybe that's another option. You know, to, to drop Owen in when it's needed, particularly in a three. I think if it's in a three, he's, he's more than comfortable in that role. But I, I just like I thought he was man the match in the first game against Altrincham. Um, I thought he had, had a great game. Just you know, disciplined, solid, um, did everything you want from from the sort of player that he is. And uh, higher up the pitch as well, we talk about new signings. I mean, Luke Williams is a new sign. We've only seen him once in a league game. And um, he come on, nearly scored with his first touch, looked looked sharp. And obviously, we, we know Black is always very dangerous when he comes off the bench. But to have another attacking option really is, uh, uh, it's, it's another fantastic thing to have on the bench. But it's when we get a full bench is the, the question, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, and it'll come. It's just it's a little a little patch, you know. That it, but it, it will harm chances to players as well. And and Luke could be one of them. You know, he's had a horrendous time with injuries, not just during his time at, uh, at Gateshead, but at Hartlepool as well. He, he sort of shows what he can do, and then picks up an injury. He doesn't seem to be one of these players that picks up a niggle. It's always a a, a really bad injury, you know. So hopefully he gets a chance to show what he can do and stays fit because he'll be a big asset. You know, he is. For me, someone playing probably beneath his level, one of a number of players in Gateshead squad, I think, is, uh, and, and could definitely play higher. Um, and, and you know, hopefully, he'll get the chance to show that with Gateshead. But he, he will be a big player if if he can stay fit. It's mm-hmm. uh, definitely want to have. But um, as I said, just we've got a uh, message here from David Tron. He's put Alfreton were time wasting for twenty minutes. Uh, wasn't there? To be honest, I, I, that was a bit of a, a pet hate. They did seem to time waste from very early on. 
and I don't know if it, it wouldn't wouldn't have been the highlights, but um, when we were two one up, uh, I can't remember if it was Kedwin Scott or uh, McCoy Langstaff that kicked the ball away between the sub benches, and the, all of a sudden the Alfred sub bench was up in arms screaming time wasting. So it was a, a bit of a karma there, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, that's what you get with Alfred and the, the come of a game plan and um, the, the, they execute it well. That's the best way to put it, isn't it? <laughs> they're one of these sides that I think there's a few of them, to be honest, in uh, uh, in the National League North where they, they, they play the game well and they, they try and annoy teams and put them off the, the stride. And I, I'm not one of these purists that thinks everyone should try and play, t- you know, ticky-tacker football and keep it on the floor and everyone's nice and... Corinthian spirit and all that. It, there's a there's a part. It, Billy Heath, the manager. I've known Billy for about six or seven years now, and, and his sides are always very good at disrupting the flow of the game and, and using it to their advantage. Remember his North Ferriby side were. I was going to say that, that you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, you know they had people like Tom Denton. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they played around him and in, in his strength, and I think. Um, it says a lot about Gateshead, and, and as I said earlier, the mental strength that they've um, they've come through a tough test in that. I'm, I will apologise. I'm keeping one eye on the England game here as well. Oh, no, it's nine nil. Yeah, So I, I think looking at at Saturday, it just shows that this Gateshead side, and it's all about process, isn't it? We hear that you know Mike and and, and Buster talking about process and continuous improvement. I, I think that's what you're seeing here. It's just a little bit of improvement when it comes to the um the mental side of the game and, and, and overcoming those little battles during a game there was uh, you mentioned the uh alfred manager and mickey sent me a, a um a post-match interview uh that was uh put up on i think it was their youtube channel uh alfred and it was very complimentary about gates had said that you know I think he could have been a bit bitter about their, the way we they conceded, but he wasn't. He said it was just they switched off. I think that you know they they had a golden chance to win it themselves um, about thirty seconds before. Yeah, but he, he he was very complimentary about Gateshead, and he said whoever finishes above Gateshead will win the league, and that was nice to hear because you know the, not many managers will go out and praise another side uh, just after a defeat. And you know, you recognised there was something there. And what, yeah. what was the heartwarming thing from that is that possibly we're not at the full strength at the minute, not with a, a full strength of a squad of players to select from. Well, I noticed uh, it's, it's eleven now, by the way. Sorry, um, I, I noticed uh, no, it's still ten. Been disallowed. Um, I think it was last week. Uh, Anthony Johnson, one of the joint managers at Chester, got asked on. Um, on Twitter, who the best side he'd seen this season was. And he said Gateshead because they've got a plan, they've got a process to work to. Um, and, and I think, I, I said it on Twitter at the start, start of the season, that when the bet, when the odds came out, that yep. Gateshead was 20 to 1, and I was utterly stunned by that. You know, I think it's very, I'm very, very... You get on. Um, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Mickey Cubbins had a few bob on it, apparently. Um, oh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to say how much I, I may or may not have put on because my uh, missus is just next door. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, for me, twenty to one was extremely generous odds for a side that are full time that added um, to improve on where the weakness was last year, which was top end of the pitch, um, and all the signs in pre season were that the team was coming together quite nicely. So. I think it's not a surprise to hear opposition managers uh, praising uh, Gator because I look at the style of play, you look at the, the system in place and the, the support in place behind the scenes and everything's geared towards uh, moving the club on, moving the team on. And uh, and I think we'll see more of that second half of the season. Uh, and, and just moving away from Gator's results, um, of course, we had a, a game called off due to the COVID and then we've had the, the FA Cup uh, game as well. Um the National League North results have been very, very kind to Gateshead involving the teams up the top as well, haven't they? They certainly have. And I, I don't think I'll be the only one that's looked at results coming in and thought that straight away was, wow, you know, this has kind of fallen into place now. But what I would say is that should also come with the warning that you can't take any game for granted. So, you know, if Gateshead do go to a side that are, are struggling, it's not as if they can just go and roll them over. You, know, you can't, you can't yeah, roll those standards. 
Well, the, well Mickey said before, you know, live Spartans. Um, you wouldn't be shocked if Robbie Dale rolls back the years in the Derby game. That that's not a given, even though that you know the bottom of the league. Spenny Moore not in a great run of form, but still a very very dangerous side. You know, we go into the next few games, the next few weeks, and it is, and then you've got the distraction of the FA Trophy as well, the tough game away to Fylde. It's a tough Christmas for us. It, it, it is, and there's a few clubs have got a tough December, by the way. Um, I know, obviously, when we did that programme a couple of weeks ago on the, the, the Northern Goal Show, and we were looking at the, the Decembers that the Northeast teams have got in the National League North, and I don't think any of them have got what you'd say a favourable month. Um, you mentioned the FA Trophy draw there. I mean, I literally, when I went through it, when it came out, couldn't believe it. Like, there's not one Northeast team has got a favourable draw. Even I think it's Spenny are the only one at home, and they've got uh, Chorley, which is a, a really <laughs> tough game. Yeah, but it, it, it is literally if you've said to the clubs that are in it, you know, the six um, that are in it, what would be you, you draw you'd like to avoid? Probably every single one of them would have got that. Um, yeah. You know, you've got Spartans going to York, Gator going to File, you've got Darla going to Southport. Yeah, uh, where they just got beat. I think it was at three 0 a few a few weeks back. It's it's just uh, even Mask, you know, and a great side, but to go to Matlock, who are sat top of the Northern Premier Premier yeah. Division. Having said that, I'll be honest, I still think Mask can go there and beat them. Um, yeah. but more with having to go to Warrington, who are a top side in the Premier Division. So it it was, I think I said it on Twitter. It was just a, an absolute rank draw for for the region. But going back to your question. December is um, always seen as this pivotal moment in the season. You know, it's one of the most well-versed phrases in in football, isn't it? The, the yeah. crucial festive period and all that. And if Gateshead can come through their, their festive period and come into January with a fully fit squad um, and, and still in and around the playoffs or, you know, hopefully in those playoff places, then there's no reason why they can't kick on second half of the season. Definitely, definitely. Um, we've got a bit of, uh, not breaking news, but we've got a bit of news. Um, Bernard McWilliams has posted in the Gator FC Heat Army uh, forum on on uh, Facebook. He's put, if anyone has been unable to book tickets online for tomorrow night's game, please comment below as I'm working to access additional away tickets for Heat fans. So if you are trying to get tickets and you've been unsuccessful, get onto Facebook um, and uh, say comment below. Uh, Bernard's post, and uh, he'll be do what he can to help you out, so you can get down there tomorrow. Good to see Bernard up and up and about again as well. Yeah, definitely. Was we haven't had the podcast since then. We kind of knew that he was uh, poorly, um, but thankfully he's on the mend, and hopefully we we'll see him at a Gator game when he's uh, fit and well enough to do so. And uh, say so still working hard behind the scenes, even though he kind of get to a game, which is great to see. But uh, as I say, Mark. Uh, let you give a plug for the Northern Goal Show. I've been lucky enough to be a guest a couple of times, but uh... yeah, won't happen again. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're back on. Uh, well, we're recording on Wednesday night. Do well, you don't know that yet, Dave? But we're recording on on Wednesday night, hopefully. Um, doing a preview, so we've kind of switched the show up a little bit, um, and it'll be a preview of of this weekend's games. And I should say there are some. Absolutely huge games this weekend. You know, you mentioned Spenny Gated. There's also in the East Division of the Northern Premier League, you've got um, uh, Heaven play Mask. So that's a, that's a big Northeast game. Um, there's the Vars, so North Shields play North Ferriby. Um, so there are some genuinely big games uh, around this weekend. So we'll be previewing them. Um, and, 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 you know, I still haven't sorted the guests, I've got to be honest. That's normally a last-minute job, but we always get there in the end. Um, don't don't yeah. the secrets of uh, podcasting. That you, you no, no, what I meant is it's been it's been arranged for ages. It's you know yeah. I just can't reveal because we're such big guests. Um, Are you free on Wednesday? Yeah, um, yeah. It's um, one p.m. You know, on Wednesday. You get that message. Yeah. We have um, we like I say we've adjusted a little bit and made the show a little bit different to what it was to, to kind of kick off the, the non-league weekend. And I think this weekend's a good weekend to kick off because there's so many so many huge games around the region. So looking forward to recording that. It certainly is. Well, Mark, yeah. thank you very much. It's been uh, a pleasure to have you on. And uh, I say Mark always keeps us right on the commentary as well. You want us to, mate. I know. <laughs> Skills to pay the bills, Mark. That's all I've got to say. Oh, that's, that's, that's my, that's my sign to go. I come up with a talker this week. 
I even got I got praised for it as well. I said this game is simmering earlier on than when we when we scored. I went it went from simmering to boiling, so I thought it was quite good. good. That's good. good. I like it. Better than skills in the bills. I don't, but, yeah. I don't I don't like praising you too much, but that's that's all right. You've done well. It was a good one. So it's really good. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, well, simmering to rolling boil. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, on that note, uh, thank you very much, Mark. It's always a pleasure. No Take care, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Right. There we go, Mark Carruthers. We've got lots of messages have come on uh, while we're on. Um, do, 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 uh, Amber's put, it's nice to be back. I don't know if I already read that one out. Yeah, I think I might yeah. have done. Um, Mr. Luke, a lot of TV money, uh, a lot of money, TV coverage, uh, pundits and a massive atmosphere on the plate. It is, it's, it, there's so much to go with it and, it and it's a Friday night game with the ones that kick off the FA Cup weekend. Uh, at, that, at the end of the day, Alderham's got exactly the same. Exactly, the exactly. And they've got the home crowd there. And it, yeah. I'm expecting that with there being problems for tickets online, I would imagine the it, you know people are scrambling to get them. So uh, get to the FC Heed Army page. If you uh, search for that on the uh, search bar on Facebook, you'll find that. If, uh, if you're not already a member, we'll accept you into there straight away. And uh, you can comment on Bernard's post and you'll be able to help you get a ticket, hopefully. Um, we've got a message from uh, Craig Hilton. He's put Stanley Greenfield still injured. Um, I believe he's training. He's seeing photos today, as is Robbie Tinkler. Seeing photos of him training today, which is great to see. Don't know if the, it's too soon for tomorrow. But um, Mason Ford on that note, but I think uh, Robbie Tinkler has been a big miss these last few games. Couldn't he agree has, more, Mason. He has, but other players have stepped up. And, um, you know, it was great to see Ryan Womble. I think it's his first start, wasn't it? And, yeah. uh, you know, the young lad. To be fair, Ryan. He, he did well. I remember he's been playing, uh, you know, the under 23 league. He's come into this and uh, it, it's a big step up. We know that, you know, some it's sink or swim for some players. And he, he, held, he held his own. And uh, he come out of it uh, really well. Um, Sam Pence, but even gents, what a fantastic win against Alfred. Uh, great late winner from Greg Ollie. The time wasting cost him in the end. Uh, big credit to the crowd, 1,175. See, we mentioned that earlier on. It just, it's amazing. Um, Joey Agnew, he's put, is there a stream or commentary tomorrow? It is, it's BBC Radio Newcastle. BBC Radio Newcastle, I'm afraid. Yeah, so it'll uh, it'll be online and on. Uh, it's, I believe it'll be on their uh, FM and Dabs. Yeah, so, um, I, I presume so. He left and, the computer, didn't he? Yeah, Mister Luke. As what time is BBC coverage? I would imagine it would be uh, half seven or maybe quarter past seven. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. I think they said we're going to have a the show builds up on. The show starts at six, and then we're going to have the build-up and obviously yeah. team news and stuff. So just listen to Total Sport. I mean, Gary Mills is going to be on Total Total Sport tomorrow, so it's worth listening for that alone. So, yeah. Um, David Tron's asking a question: Is what do you think they should fill the rest of the bench with players from the academy when they got injuries? Um, yes. Simply yes. I mean, there's there's players there. I mean, there's one player, but obviously he's out on loan at the minute, and I'd like to see him. On the bench, I'll give him a try at some point in the season. That's Eddie I Thomas. Um, but that said, we've got a lot of attacking options. He's a young lad. And um, at the minute, you can't really justify bleeding a youngster in when we've got strikers in form the way we have. Yeah, we'll have Davey, but Paul Blackett, if Froome has it true, it could be a hernia. Hmm. I didn't know that. Didn't know that. So breaking news. Could, yeah, could be, could be, could be two and two and getting ten. Yeah, but if well, you've got um, Williams though, um, is there as cover as well? So yeah. it's, I, it, I don't see the point in having a under strength bench. You, you might put a young kid on, might come on and make a name for yourself. Yeah, definitely. Right, we will want you to share the show and subscribe. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like all of our social media, and here's a little message from someone to tell you how to do it. Well, I'll tell you what to do. Hello, everybody. Remember to like and subscribe and share the show. And, uh, well, Mickey, where, where would I be if we didn't mention the ladies' team? I know. Um... I've got a game for a couple of weeks unless something's been rearranged. Uh, didn't play on Saturday, on Sunday. Uh, as far as I know, it was meant to be a cup game this weekend, but I think that's been cancelled, but I'm not sure yet. 
and I can't go anywhere because I'm at the Gary Mills talking with yours course, truly. Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple of tickets still remaining. So um, if you want to do that, get on the GTFC website. But the last game they played at Liam Lane. Yeah. They played really well. I mean, yeah. Mont scored an absolute cracking goal. I believe that was the scoreline there. Sam Pelton's with a big 7-3 win for the ladies. Yeah. Uh, massive congratulations uh, to them. Massive congratulations to Jess Richardson. Scored her first goals in the Gates of Church, got a Salah Hatrick, and a fantastic display. Uh, Mont's got a one. Jazz got another couple. And I can't remember who scored it. Amber might be able to tell us if she can remember. Yeah, but uh, it was a really good game. Really, really, really good game. Felt behind it. Well. Are they in the league now? Uh, the last time I looked, were about third or third or fourth. It's I haven't had a look at the league table. In the league table above. Yeah. It's not a bad way to start the season in the league above, is it? No, they've done fantastic. They've lost a few players, mine, Davy. Mm-hmm. Lost, uh, lost Jade. Alicia's gone, and we've uh, a couple others. We've decided to go elsewhere. Ellie Wilson's went to Bolden with Michael. Uh, I believe. I think it's kind of yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of players come in and. Uh, Obviously, new manager comes in. He's going to work with who he wants and try and you know strengthen the squad as he sees fit. So you know, players come and go, and we thank all of the players that have uh, played their part because the players that played last season it doesn't matter. They played two games, one game. They played their part in a in a historic season. It did, and I've just remembered who the goal was Lindsay with a header. So I mean, uh, you kind of fault them, um, and they've stepped up to the next league. Yeah, they've had a couple of dips where they had lost a couple of games. I mean, the, the uh, cup tie against Harrogate, they didn't disgrace themselves. No. And they didn't play well against Hartlepool. Um, but one thing I will say about them, it doesn't matter if they get beat or not, but they'll, they'll give it all and never That's... give up. So you can't you can't ask for much more, really, can you? It's uh, to hopefully we'll get one of the ladies' players on soon, uh, maybe next week or the week after. Uh, we'll try and get some more players on, people from the club. Um, so we want to try and get some of the unsung heroes on, people from the back room, you know, the people that are doing the the things. And we haven't spoke to Chris Bell yet either, have we? We'd like to speak to him. Uh, you know, find out uh, who the wingers are. That have always got a niggling injury. <laughs> That'd be good. Must but, be sick uh, of the sight of poor Elliot. Oh, hey, it's uh, he's just unfortunate, isn't it? At the minute, it is. Uh, I, mean, I, I think the world, Elliot Forbes, and I cannot wait to see. I just wish when he gets on the field, he stays injury free for the rest of it. Well, in, that, solid, that's in solidarity with Jack Hunter, I've grew the beard and I've been trimming it in the same. So I'm, I've went for the Jack Hunter look this week. Have you? Uh, I just had a shave today because I was a Grizzly Adams. Oh, yeah, oh, I see. Uh, I, that's, Trimmed in a bit like, but people haven't tuned in to find out. Uh, maybe, uh, I mean, it only took me a week to get a, a full, thick mustache, which is more than James Rushmore can say. I, said, I, I don't know though, he, he had a fair bit of roughage on the top lip that, um, when I seen him on Saturday. Uh, it's yeah, quite wind blah, that off. That was it, that was an impressive stash. That it, it took me three weeks to grow this, and there's still patches in it. So, Jesus. I know, well, no, no, my beard. He had to sharpen the cut through three times. He went, you have strong beard. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lucas, but I'll be heading down to Spennymoor for the league game on Saturday, expecting a good way following for that game. Definitely, it should be a, it should be a very, a very, uh, should be a very tasty game. And also as well, that is another game that uh, you should be getting your tickets for. They're available to buy now. So if you go on Gatorade social media, I think we've retweeted on the Heat Army account and shared it on Facebook as well, I think. If not, we will we will buy later on after the show. Uh, so get your tickets. Um, it's paramount in, in the, these days and times that you buy a ticket before you get to the game. It's, it's not guaranteed to get in, sadly. Um, it, it's good for non-league football. One thing that went <laughs> take with the COVID, the interest in non-league footballers went right up in the northeast, right <laughs> across the northeast. The crowds have gone up. Also as well, it gives clubs a good idea about stewarding um, it'll, you know, sometimes they might expect a big crowd, and they might not be the away following or whatever. And it gives clubs a good idea on even 
food and beverage uh, to buy in, you know. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it, 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 it's, there's positives to it. I know it's maybe it's a little bit strange. It might rub against the green a little bit because some people like just to turn up and, you know, or decide they want to go to the game. But, you know, this is the times we live in. And uh, let's say at least clubs are getting money up front, you know what I mean, keeping cash flow yeah. going. That is a massive positive. Uh, it really is. But also as well, let's have um, a moment celebration for Blythe Spartans being bottom of the league. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of... Here it is. Merry Christmas. Remember that song, Davey? Uh, Agent uh, Mickey Nelson's doing a fantastic job. Uh... <laughs> you know what it is? I, I don't want... I, I don't like them up there, but I do like Nelson. I like a couple of the players Nelson's took up there. Yeah. Um, um, I, 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 I do. Probably... I liked him when he was at Gator. He, he, he gave a great performances. Uh, you know, he never shirked away from anything. And for his age, uh, you wouldn't have thought he was knocking on 40 when he was... He's fit as a lot. He's uh, he's a lovely guy, Nelson. Just for, for Nelson, I'd like to see him succeed. Uh, and Stevie in the, Watson... In the league below, when he has to try and bring him back up, I'll settle for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like Stevie Watson at York, I thought he would have went down there and succeeded. It just hasn't worked. Yeah, I think there's been a few things have uh, conspired against them there. COVID probably being one of the big things. Um, Mr. Lucas, but, uh, are you going down to this, on the game on Saturday by any chance? I, I'm not. I'm, uh, oh, yeah. I'll have the kids. I'll be there. My wife's away for our friend's 40th birthday, so I'll uh, I'll be missing that one, Brabby. Following the game as closely as I can on social media. Or... They, they've got a mixer channel, Davey. You'll be able to listen to the game on. Yeah, it depends if the kids will let us have one earphone in. <laughs> the kids are gone mental man if i do that they're not want to listen to that but uh they didn't want... in the living room put the telly on they didn't even want to listen to their dad man um well, so... don't understand that <laughs> <laughs> swain well um right also as well uh we're gonna say a big hello now our apologies i'm gonna get the name right and i'm gonna get the name wrong all in the same go is uh kedwin's granny uh she watches what a in. wonderful woman yeah and uh, it's either he's, called, he's a wonderful man it's either meg or peg and i do apologize for what it just my memories i got told on saturday and i was like was it meg or was it peg but either way um we love that you tune in and watch every week because she, she was asking where we were last thursday and uh just unfortunately, we weren't there, but we've made up for it today uh, with the show. So uh, we you couldn't enjoying. be the nicer family. Yeah, like absolutely it. lovely, and um, you know the, it's great that they've took Gator into the heart, as well as a lot of other families. We know um, there's a lot of players' families. Yeah, uh, Deborah Bailey's uh, she's always uh, retweeting stuff, which is amazing. There's uh, John Ollie is always liking stuff and that, and uh, you know there's lots of families. And uh, we, you know we appreciate it as well, and we've had players' families reach out to help us with a YouTube channel, which we're very, very appreciative of. Uh, give us some good advice and things yeah, like that. Uh, and, and the Tinkler clan when Robbie's playing, yeah, they come the, out on mass as well. It certainly is. Oh, and I think it must be Meg. We've got there Meg Baker. Is it Meg Baker there? Uh, so it must be Meg, not Peg. Um, I think. And for the polos as well on uh, Saturday, Meg. Are you getting polos? Are you? I, I, uh, I, was... I had terrible heartburn after the chicken and leek pie. Uh, I, had the, I had the oh. mince pie. Uh, Mr. Lucas put the phone lines open. Did it? No, they're not open today. <laughs> We've learned a lesson with that. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, Craig and Gordon is one of the highlights of the podcast for me. We will we will open them, but just not what a night. Uh, we'll, we'll sort it out for a uh, future show. Uh, <laughs> When, I, when I'm feeling more like Alan Robson. Um, Get me those phones. Get me those phones, eh? <laughs> I, I, side note, has anyone watched any of Alan Robson's ghost hunts live on Facebook? No. It is like a parody. It is fantastic. Is he, this- goes and, he goes and hides in another room. And he goes, just stay here, I think, on a channel of ghosts. And he, nah, he's pressing uh, like play on his phone. And he has someone going, <laughs> and he's going, are you there, pet? Are you there? Speak to us. And it's going, on the phone, you're like, you're like, what's up, you idiot? Honest, great broadcaster, but oh, where you're letting yourself down with that. Uh, but if anyone wants to, that, call her in. 
I uh, just go, go on night hours on uh, Facebook and have a look at one of them videos. My word. Um, and the, the chat's just as funny because you can, he's just pressing play on a tape recorder and they're all going, If you don't believe, leave. <laughs> no, 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 I believe he's pressing a tape recorder. Um, Sam Pellets, but hopefully we can keep the crowds increasing. Uh, say great to see attendance is over a thousand. It, it really is. That is a see, we mentioned before, we we, we spoke to James Rushmore. An interview, if you look on a YouTube channel, or, or there is just an interview with him, with the work that he, he was doing and what he's done, and there's been a lot more done since then as well. You would have noticed the Utilita um, partnership, the, the big banner, the flag that goes out on the pitch before the game. That is a massive thing, and hopefully that can blossom into more things with them because they cover some massive clubs in the UK, and um, we're the only non-league club, and that is a, a shot in the arm, and credit to James Rushmore uh for you know reach reaching out to companies like that and and making them things work. Um it's got the what are you expecting if we win tomorrow against Alti? Well I would have said another kid but I've had a circumcision. You had a circumcision, <laughs> have you? Not a circumcision uh, a circumcision <laughs> <laughs> not a circumcision. I can't afford to lose the length man. I've <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a rip off that. It's cool, you know. No, the, yeah. the snip. That's where I would be expecting if we, if we win against Altenham. But uh, apparently, it's not happening. My wife said no. So <laughs> uh, just, I'll, Classic. Just, I'll just be happy. But uh, no, I can I just I state be before anyone, before really? anyone, <laughs> can I just state before anyone rips this off YouTube and makes a little video? I haven't had a circumcision. <laughs> Not that it makes any difference, but you know, um, well, we learn a lot on the podcast, don't we? Uh, sorry, Meg. Um, snort make a pig and I'll laugh. Man, well, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get on before anyone mentions that in the comments. Uh, I would like to wish anyone who's going down on a safe journey there and come back. Uh, Come on, the heat can't wait for the Spenny game on Saturday. Yeah, it's it's. it's I really, I'm looking forward to going down tomorrow, like so. Yeah. And Caroline uh, Sills, always professional. Uh, certainly is. <laughs> you can get this. You can get this on serious deal. Nah. Um, so anyway, on on the uh, circumcision special next week, uh, we'll be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know what it is. You live and learn. <laughs> You learn to um, think before you speak is probably the one thing you want to do. And um, we've got here, are you worried about opening the phone? Uh, you are doing a kind of job yourself. <laughs> um, well said, Charlie. <laughs> nah, well, Charlie it? probably isn't the right name to put into that conversation either. Aye, I know. It's, uh, well, let's see, we've, got, we've got 10 minutes left, so if anyone wants to ask any questions... Uh, <laughs> um, if you're going down to the game as well, let us know. Um, you know, we'll give us give a shout out. And you know, uh, can I put a question? Go on then. To those who were on the chat facility, if you were to pick them, play the season, who's your top three? Get yeah. some. Get yeah, some in. we'll get that up. Uh, who's your top three players of the season? And um, yeah, so I'm just composing myself after realizing what I said. So. Well, what's he call the, um, we're talking about the clothesline. Did you hear how loud that Ollie, song for Ollie was when you come off the pitch? Oh, I know. It was great, wasn't it? Um, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how loud it was. Samara, how are you getting? Uh, no, me, me wife's just come through and said I'm supposed to be talking about football, not me balls. <laughs> Well, pet, you keep them in your purse, so I have to tie up with them because I never see them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mason Ford, he's put Langstaff, Story, and Ollie. Oh, you know, you, you can't argue with that. There's some, there's a lot of contenders in there. Whatever, um, whatever way you put them, in what order. Uh, Sam Pellant's put Langstaff, Story, and Scott. Say that some of the usual yeah. suspects: David Tron. Kedwin, Langstaff, uh, Owen Bailey. See that there's so many players that are just yeah. performing, and it's just yeah, it's it, it's lovely to see. And and 
there's you, you would think there's more to come in there's more comments yeah fantastic uh we've got mccall langsaf kedwin scott lewis story you know the, a lot of the the same names are going to come up a lot of but it's nice to see there isn't just the school scorers getting mentioned there's players yeah. at the back well and that tells you everything about the squad doesn't it you know it, it's uh see i would put dan warden contention as well because i think he's probably one of the dan most warden played well alex nicholson has yeah. played, i mean i'm not surprised by that but alex nicholson's another one who's been pretty consistent as well yeah uh, Matty jacob mm-hmm. but i think that's what about the goalkeeper you know as well you know he's uh yeah chat was has done well as well so well, I, I, I think I, you know not that anyone's got any favoritism, but uh, Meg's put Scott, Scott, and Scott. Yeah, no, you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't even guess who it's going to be at the end of the season because everyone's putting a lot of things out there. Um, we've got a one here from Ken Richardson. You have no idea how difficult it is to pick a man of the match every game. With the this set of players, it's fantastic. It is really good. And I say, Mickey interrupted me and Ken's uh, wrestling conversation. Uh, we we're talking about EW. Yeah, uh, I know. Sad. Two grown men, tan, men and mostly men in the underpants. <sighs> doesn't, get, doesn't get any better. Uh... <laughs> Even Meg doesn't like the wrestling. Yeah, well, Gordon, the man's put Chapman, Story, and Langstaff. Uh, oh, I bet Meg loves the wrestling. Yeah, I tell you, she'd love to see someone take a chair across the temple. Um, right, <laughs> let's keep them coming in. Keep your top three players of the season coming in. It'd be fantastic. Um, uh, also, right before we go, like, subscribe. We've got about eight minutes left. We'll stay on. People are still sending messages. People are still watching, which is amazing. Thank you very much. Um, just please like and subscribe and follow on the social medias. We're trying to put up more content um and advertise the shows well in advance when we know we can do them so please you know do that um it really does help uh the, the viewing figures right across the board are, are doing very well also as well share the gary mills one is because that it's got a bit of a, a not just a gated fans pull that would you know a, appeal to fans you know of, of yesteryear who remember when Nottingham forest were um, the team that there were and you know other teams around the country may get to watch it and get to yeah. have a look um we've got messages coming in here adam campbell has done well so far this season he certainly has um we've got i was going to pick the gaffer but that would be a bit weird no uh mike he's always solid always going to be a contender and uh when are the fan interviews coming well we'll sort them out in the in the coming weeks so people have to reach out to us and let us know if they want to come on um because I, I do reach out to people um and i, I get a lot of no's because people don't like to come on camera so it's if you're willing please message us and we'll get you on that's that's how it works yeah, um, i mean uh it'd be nice to speak to some of the newer fans as well definitely um that's what we want we want you to reach out i i can aston i'm blue in the face there's a lot of people who we'd love to have on or there's a lot of older fans i'm not mentioning them by name because they, they, they don't want to come on they're not comfortable but there's some great stories and and uh you know games to be talked about from yesteryear that will sadly disappear uh you know and this is a, a way of recording some of those memories as well so hopefully it'll be good but mr luke he's he's i'll be up for it again well we'll get him on and mason ford's put i'll do an interview well there we go we'll, we're getting them lined up we'll reach out and we'll get these people on in the coming weeks it, it should be really good and hopefully we're, we'll be uh with you know an fa cup game to talk about and you know, we'll hopefully be getting some extra attention. Hopefully some away fans as well uh joining in. You know, we want to find out what about uh you know who gated on what we're about. Um we'll go question for Mickey, who's your player of the season for the ladies? Oh, oh wow. There's a question. Oh at the minute if I was to pick a a top three for the ladies. In no particular order, Monty would be in there. Uh, Liv would be in there. And... Ooh. I said Monty, Jazz, 
Uh, Monty Jazz and Liv in no particular order. Some good players there. And close but no cigar is Lindsay when she can play. Um, Jade Halliday, obviously Carly. Carly. Carly's a pivotal player, you know. That's um, so Carly's pulled us out of it a lot of times. Um, one thing I will say is I just I love watching them. It's and the families who are down there. The last is Libby West family, Joanne and Davy, and the granddad. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. I've got Dion's family and Amber's family. It's 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 a nice tight knit group, you know. That's just three of the ones we speak to, and Katie Lemon's mom and Liv's mom, and yeah, it's a it's a really good crack. It's fantastic. Well, hopefully, we can get some of them on as well. It'd be nice to you know have their perspective. Uh, Mason Ford. I mean, if you did a player of the season for a loan player, who would you pick? Well, we've only got the two, uh, so <laughs> it's hard one that because uh, you know Chapman really good and uh, Matty Jacobs settled in very quickly as well. So I, it, I like Matty Jacob at left back. I, I really do. Um, yeah. And and when we spoke to him on here, he was a lovely young lad as well. To be honest, Davey, without blowing smoke up the mile, there are a bunch of good, good bunch of lads, you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. that we've been on, we've had a good laugh with, and you can speak to them in if you go into the games and you're lucky enough to see in the coming through the what they call us, the cafe. Yeah. But I'll stand and have a bit of that, will you? Definitely. So, and Mike Williams, and Mike and Busted are just absolutely fantastic, the Tarty. I certainly are. Also, as well, you may have seen uh, guests on the podcast. You know, <laughs> spoke to Gary Mills and obviously Gator Legend went viral uh, the past couple of days with Phil Turnbull. Um, with the, uh, he, obviously, he's a, an electrician in, in uh, away from the football pitch, and uh, he made news headlines by trying to fix the floodlights in the Dunstan versus Marine game down at Marine. So that was great to see, and uh, there's some banter online uh, from some he's on, he's on total sport, actually. Was he? Tonight, wow. uh, and he said he only got one of them working. Did he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, but uh, was it? He's, he was asked, he's putting himself forward for performance of the weekend. He says, because we, um, we apparently went in the top bins as well. Oh, and well. Gabbiadini says, I think he's overcooked it now. <laughs> Oh no, it's lovely to see uh, that you know this is uh, he's he's lighting up that wherever he plays, isn't he? Ba boom, <laughs> lighting up. Yeah. <laughs> I tell yeah. you what, a bit more with which that game was so shields a few years back. <laughs> controversy, controversy. We'll not go down that route. We've already uh, shot ourselves in the foot by uh, mispronouncing medical procedures that we've had. Um, I say on that note, uh, remember if you are in the um, in the market for getting a ticket for Altrincham, uh, if you're having trouble buying them online uh, via the website uh, where they are available, um, go on Gator C uh, Heed Army page on Facebook. Bernard McWilliams has put a post. If you can comment on there, he'll try and help you uh, get a ticket. Uh, which is fantastic that the you know the, the club's helping to get fans down there. Please don't travel without a ticket. Uh, don't want anyone not to get into the game and travel all that distance. If you are going, enjoy it. Remember Saturday as well. Spenny more away. Get your tickets in advance. Get yourselves down there, um, and it should be an absolutely fantastic. Well, fingers crossed, a fantastic week. Um, so we we know the lads will give their all, um, and uh, the FA Cup can be a cruel mistress, but let's go into it. Let's go into that game and and you know have the the belief, and uh, I'm sure the lads will do us proud, whatever the result. I'm seeing a bet Spenny want us to get extra time with penalties. Probably, probably, but uh, as I say, it's 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 going to be a, a, a hopefully an exciting week for Gateshead. And uh, on that note, um, we'll be back uh, next week. Um, unless we've had a magnificent result on uh, tomorrow, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, so we'll plan for next week, next Thursday, and uh, say a big thank you to everyone that's messaged in and uh, say oh, I'm off to uh, learn how to say things. So <laughs> on that note, Mickey, thank you very much, and thank you to Mark Rivers as well that joined us tonight. We'll see you next week, and thank you very much for joining us on the Heat Army podcast. Cheers. <laughs>